Broadcasting directly from our studios in sunny Orlando, Florida, you are listening to Faith Unregulated. We are your hosts, Javi and Jessica Madrigal, and on this podcast, we discuss the hard topics around having bold faith, building strong character, and taking fearless action. So grab a cup of coffee and join the conversation. In today's episode, we'll delve deeper into the Narrow Path series, honing on on what it means to enter through that narrow gate in our day-to-day lives. Our spotlight today is parenting with a purpose as we examine what it takes to guide our children towards a path of faith in a world that often offers shortcuts and beliefs that separate us from God. We'll address real challenges that instill discipline, imparting love, and providing spiritual direction amidst the temptations of quick fixes and easy answers. This discussion is for everyone today. A new parent finding their way, a a parent that are caught up in the throes of teenagehood, or a grandparent who continues to influence. I believe God has something for you today. Absolutely. And listen, you guys, here's the verse for this series, Matthew 7, 13 through 14. Enter through the narrow gate for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction and many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life and only a few find it. So that's something that we are just really camping on for these three weeks and uh, really enjoying this series. Um, But really quick, hey, listen, if you're feeling inspired by our podcast and would like to contribute to our mission of spreading God's word, we invite you to visit our Patreon page over at www.patreon.com slash faith unregulated. Every bit of support makes a difference and you can become part of our community with a monthly contribution of as little as $1 right now. Your generous support is truly valued and deeply appreciated, you guys. Thank you for your partnering with us on this journey of faith. Well, I'll tell you something. First and foremost, this series, <laughs> Javi and I talking about marriage, talking about parenting. Next week, we'll be talking about business and work life. These are things really close to our hearts. God has really instilled a lot of vision and passion in us. And talking about this for 15 minutes is rough <laughs> because it's something that um, we could talk for hours on. And we God has really pushed us in our life personally to become better, to grow, to become the design that he has he, he's planned for us and become the people that he's designed us to be and, um, and our, our identities in Christ. Uh, so what we're going to start doing, just a, just a little commercial for the Patreon piece that I just mentioned, we're going to start putting together a back-end um, paid just a library of longer talks, interviews, experts, just all kinds of resources for you guys just to dive into marriage, parenting, business, um, you know, ministry, and how that might benefit you moving forward and your growth with your journey with God. Right. So as we go through these topics and subjects and our points of view, we would love to hear from you things that maybe you would add or things that you have questions about. Um, and uh, when we have those longer discussions addressing those issues, I want to engage you with your questions, your you, maybe your advice, what God is speaking to you in your life about these certain subjects. I would love to discuss that. And who knows what you have to impart 
may bless someone else. And I would love to just highlight that. Absolutely. Um, in, in, in what we're discussing. And if you're wanting to be a part of this conversation, make sure to reach out to us because God's always moving through these conversations. Right. All right. So the first thing we're going to talk about today, we're going to jump into challenges of parenting. You guys, <laughs> challenges of parenting. Let's talk about that for five minutes. Like <laughs> there's so many more challenges to parenting than can be discussed in a podcast. I mean, am I right? Can I right. get a witness? Right. Okay. So, so <laughs> Let, let's kind of recalibrate everything that we're talking about here. Yes, we're talking about parenting with a purpose, but remember this scripture is talking about decisions that we make mm -hmm. in our lives and the popular uh, road is that broad road, right? Why is it broad? Well, that's because everyone's taking that road. Yeah. Everyone wants to, the easy fix. Everybody wants the clear answers mm -hmm. and they don't want to go against the grain. Well, Hey, everybody's going this way. Okay. It, it, it really, it, you're just following the rats in a sinking ship. Really? Mm -hmm. um, That's a great and, analogy. And where God is actually pointing us the other direction, God's showing us the, the narrow way the the gate that is narrow the road that is less traveled is actually the road that leads us to prosperity and leads us to um to him and the path that he wants us on and it and it isn't smooth and it isn't clear and it isn't well lit look the the enemy wants us to he paints a picture of this broad road that that is the clear answer. There's the, the spotlights on it. It's a clear path. It looks like a, a easy road ahead. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes that is the com complete opposite yeah. of what the truth is. And we're after the truth. So when we're talking about these challenges in parenting, there are so many things and influences in today's world that, uh, that parents uh, seem to glom onto, even Christian parents glom onto that seem to be the the easy fix. Or hey, let's let's just give our one year old this device, right, mm -hmm. and it'll occupy them this electronic device and occupy them while I do take care of what I need to take care of. Because after all, you know, I gotta. I got to pay the bills. I got to clean the house. I I, I got to talk to friends. I, Hey, I need my time. Right. right? Um, it, because look, parenting's hard. Yeah. Right? Don't get me wrong. We've all done this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it doesn't mean that's the right thing. Right. Exactly. So something that I, that I feel like, and to be honest with you, I was praying before this and I, I just told God, listen, just tell me what you want me to say. Cause I always don't want to be the one saying it. I want God to be saying these words, God, uh, guys, because this is something that he says to us too. Javi and I really benefit from these um, as well, When especially when we let God speak. Something that I'm hearing, uh, this goes right alongside what Javi's saying, is I think we mistake what the narrow road is in parenting. I'm really, I just, gosh, God's being so clear with me right now. Sorry. I'm just hearing it all right now at once. The narrow road is how we interact with the world how we respond to conflict, how we treat people, how we act at work, how we take ministry and serving 
in our personal lives, uh, whether it's, you know, at church or in other ministry, okay, how we talk, all right, not necessarily all the things that we're doing in the world, avoiding in the world, all the activities that we do or don't do, the things we watch or don't watch, the things, the places we go or don't go, the things that we're involved in or we're not involved in. Those are all things we need to be taking into consideration, especially when parenting. But the great deception is that we ourselves are trying to point out everything in the world to our kids and how we are different than the world and we are pilgrims here and this is not the this is, we are not of this world so we have no part of any of it and all of, and meanwhile we're always pointing away from ourselves instead of saying look kids look at the difference instead of look kids look out there look at the difference we we we're getting deceived the enemy says now listen you're going to have these babies and i want them so i'm going to i'm going to deceive you into always focusing on me and then your kids will always have their eyes on me mm-hmm. and never on Jesus. Right. That's the great deception when it comes to how we interact with the world with our kids. Um, so, yes, there's things like you said, like the easy road and we take the, you know, the, the, the convenient decisions and all of that. But the really hard stuff, when we're talking about the narrow path, the really rare, narrow path, you brought up rare yesterday, how it, these things are rare. Yes. These, most people don't do this. Why are we not? And that, look, this is, again, things that God is working on with us and has worked on with us. So I'm part of this conversation, too. The thing that we're always striving for is how am I being a better example in front of my kids? And that does not mean being perfect or best. That means being raw and human and ready to grow and humbled. I have been humbled more before my children than anything. I have a a, a strict hand in my house and I have standards and, and he has, you know, set rules in place and we're, we're very um, uh, structured household. At the same time, we've had hundreds of conversations with our kids where we're like, look, we made a mistake. We messed that up. And I had to go before God, sit before the throne and talk to Jesus about it. Crying. They've seen me cry so many times before God. That is the narrow path. To me, that's what God has called me to do is always be broken in front of him and then show my kids it's okay to take their brokenness before God. It's okay to decide that you're not going to gossip. It's okay to treat people with integrity when they've like really just run you over with a truck. (laughs) Like they've hurt you. I've had to apologize to my kids openly and say, I am sorry I brought bitterness into our house over that person hurting us. They knew what happened. My kids knew what happened, but I, I'm busy telling them, you know what, instead of gossiping and, and, and talking down about that person and speaking death over them instead of life, we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. I've had to humble myself and say, listen, I brought bitterness into this home and I've already repented of it. And I just want you guys to know that I, I'm, I wanted to be raw and real with you, that that's a real thing that happens. Here's how it happens. Here's how I knew and walk it out with them so they can see it. Okay, so I would much rather spend all my time on that Instead of pointing out everything the enemy's doing in the world, we do show them that. But why are we spending 80% of our time showing our kids the enemy and 20% of it showing them Jesus? And it should be the opposite. So, so um, I want to jump off of that really where, where, we're, where we're focusing on what's going on around us and focusing on the, the enemy behind every bush and tree. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reminded of this. We, we uh, were able to go 
and see the screening of the chosen in theaters uh the 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 next season season four and don't worry it's not a spoiler because it's in the word of god (laughs) (laughs) you know unless you haven't read your word and, and if that's the case i encourage you to be in your word but but um there's this scene and and i've always What's great about The Chosen is I get to see some of the things that I've, I've read and pictured in my mind um, that I've read in the Word, and I, I really see um, this depiction that's not often talked about, okay? So the, here's a scene where Jesus leads his disciples to the gates of hell. And if you don't realize is that was an actual place. Um, That's where all the other gods uh, were worshipped. Gods of Baal and so many other gods. And and people were sacrificing in front of their gods. It wasn't just Mm -hmm. one particular worldly god. It was all these different gods. And there's all these different statues around. And there are people there worshiping and sacrificing those gods. But Jesus decided, talk about leading them, showing them the road to destruction. He actually led his disciples to where people really make those choices. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he's standing there and he asks, who do people say I am? And so the disciples are saying, well, some say you are um, Elisha. Some people say you are John the Baptist. Some say that you are a prophet. Mm -hmm. Then he says, well, who do you say I am? Right. And they're just kind of mumbling around. But Peter steps up and says, you are the Christ. The Messiah. And, and and so the thing is, is that and, and be, just before that, the, the, all the disciples are distracted, right? They're distracted with the smells of the, of the dead carcasses. And it wasn't, it wasn't just animals they're sacrificing. And the scene, they're distracted with the scene. But they're more focused on what people say. They were more focused on what people say who God is or who the who what was going on mm-hmm. around them. Mm-hmm. All these other gods yep. that were being worshipped where the enemy was lying, but couldn't could it come up and other than Peter very quickly say no you are the christ you are the the chosen one you are god that was prophesied yeah the messiah and i think oftentimes when it comes to parenting we're we're pointing out all these other things all these other gods of this earth yeah. this fallen earth okay mm-hmm. And even saying, well, yeah, we go to church. We believe in God. And that and we go to church on Sunday and we we do our thing and we come home and then we do our thing. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah. And that's really just saying, well, yeah, you know, some say you're a prophet and you have something I, I get something out of, you know, and it feels good to go to church and, yeah. and, and it's very surface level. He's more than just a dashboard Jesus. And what I mean by that, he's more than just a statue. He's more than just a, a picture. He's more than just a depiction of him on the cross. He's more than that. He's a living, loving God. Right. Yeah. And that is what we need to portray to our kids. Our, we need to allow God to work within us. Mm -hmm. And when we screw up, be it a, a repent to God and and. And show our kids how broken we are in front of Christ, in front of our God, and how he redeems us, how he restores us, how he loves us, yeah, and how we are walking out our faith in front of our children. And that in itself will help them and teach them because guess what? In this world that they will be, they're living in, this culture yeah. is going to confuse them. It's going to challenge them. Mm -hmm. It's going to distract them. It's going to pull them away, want to pull them away from God. No, this is, this is the truth. And, and we as parents have to show them the, the true meaning of walking our, our, our faith out um, with Christ mm -hmm. daily um, and like I said, when, or when, and like what you said, when we screw up, we admit to it and we, we do our best to show our children and how it is. Look, we praise God openly in our, in our, in our home. Mm -hmm. Our, our kids yeah. see us pray. Our kids see us in God's word. Now that and that's, I'm not trying to say, look at us, look at us. Uh, what I'm trying to impart to you is that it's important that we show the light of, of God in our lives to our children right. and not hide that because I guess, guess what? I guarantee you the world will show what they have to offer. Yeah. So something I just, I was um, hearing, I just, I, man, God's really speaking about this today. He obviously is passionate about this as well uh, as we know, but something that I'm hearing too is, Look, if we don't impart the true character of God and truth and faith to them, there will be a more attractive, wider, broader path option given to them by the enemy, by the world. There will be a more attractive option if we don't help them understand the true character of God, which is God does not condemn us. God does not belittle us and, and give us fear and doubt. Okay, God lifts us up carries us on his shoulder, walks through things with us, holds us together, gives us peace, redeems us, transforms us, right? These are all very, I think about the truth of God. If we don't show our kids that their foundation is built on a father who will never let them down, never let them go, never fail them, who is faithful to his promises in love, in compassion, in mercy and grace will always help them, right? Whether they understand it well or not, walking that out truthfully, openly, honestly, and really accurately while they're growing up 
they won't understand that they don't have to live up to anything when they leave. They have to know that when they go out in the world and they get all these other options, that any option they get isn't as good as this loving, merciful, living God that always hears them and always takes care of them. Right. I mean, think about that. They leave the home thinking they've got to live up to something, that there's religious things they have to complete. And da, 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 da. I mean, imagine anything else besides faith-based things. When they leave the house, what do they do? Oh man, I don't have to, I don't have to be accountable to anybody anymore. Ooh, I don't have to clean my room. I don't have to shop for food I don't want to shop for. I don't gotta eat what they say I gotta eat. I don't gotta, I don't gotta, I don't gotta, right? Mm -hmm. Think about it. That's what we did. I know that's what I did. I was like, I don't have to listen to anybody anymore. Woo! I'm a rebellious spirit. This is, I'm just being honest. I I will, and that's why, see, this is what you want your kids to end up finding out about themselves. I am a rebellious spirit. I was rebellious through childhood, I was rebellious through my 20s. I was rebellious in the wrong ways. I was rebellious against God. I was rebellious against rebellious against authority and rules. And, and I was out for me and I was smarter than everybody. And I was just going for it, right? But what happens is, is that rebellious spirit is, is designed. It's designed because God didn't send Jesus to bring peace. God sent Jesus to divide. He sent Jesus with a sword. This yes. is what they were talking about in The Chosen this yes. week. So it's so timely. He was bringing a standard and a truth that is going to divide households. And the fact of the matter is, you guys, is that your kids are going to make a decision because they're supposed to make a decision, just like we had to make a decision. And that decision needs to be based on truth, right, and not rebellion, so the rebellious spirit should, when they mature and, and, and when they figure out what the truth is about God, they should be rebelling against evil. They should be so rebellious. That's how I feel like I am now. I'm so rebellious that I'm like, you really couldn't convince me to be, not be bold about Jesus. I'm like, forget you guys. Jesus has done more for me than anybody in the history of history. And so I, I know that no matter what, I don't feel bad about mentioning Jesus. I don't feel bad about yeah. shouting about Jesus. I don't, feel, I don't feel anything. I feel only compelled to share the one thing that has driven my life into peace and ho holiness and happiness and fulfillment and just unbelievable freedom with God. Why wouldn't I shout from the rooftops with that? That's my rebellion against a sinful world and, and, and the enemy. That's where I want my kids to get that rebellious nature into, into play. Right. Not against so, me and God. <laughs> so here, talk about rebellion. Rebellion in today's culture seems to be celebrated. Okay. But the, the truth is, is that's not the true rebellion. The true rebel is Christ. Yeah. The true rebel, Amen. the true rebellion is living our life according to him. Because the world want, wants you to believe, no, that's that what they have to offer is that counterculture is the answer. That's the way. And that is clearly the way to destruction, actually. God wants to show us that the true rebellion is being loving to your neighbor. Right. Having mercy. Being forgiving. Being forgiving. Because isn't forgiveness hard? Forgiveness is one of the hardest things we do as humans. It is so hard that most of the time we can't even wrap our minds around it. Imagine. Oh, I just feel so strongly about this. Imagine the generational legacy you leave with your kids when you teach them true forgiveness of others instead of teaching them to avoid 
you know, well, instead of only teaching them to avoid media and the things that we do at parties and the holidays we celebrate, if you taught them to do the hardest things we have to do and why we do them and how to do them, they will be different than the rest of the world. And they right. will then truly be the light in the world because no one will be able to understand or wrap their heads around how your kids are really that way and why. And they need to know why. Nobody's asking those questions when people don't celebrate certain holidays or don't watch certain movies or blah, blah, blah. That's really good to keep that kind of stuff out of our minds, but that's not how we are the light, you guys. And look, let's talk about that long-term that long-term impact, mm -hmm. okay? I think as parents, grandparents, especially those parents that are writing out the, the teenagehood, right? Ooh, hold on, guys. We see you. We know you're not okay. Right. We, <laughs> we want to relate to our kids. Yeah. We want to be cool. Yeah. We, we want to be those cool parents. You have a, uh, I have a sweatshirt, sweatshirt that says cool mom that right? my kids bought me. Like we all know I'm not cool. Right. We want to relate to them. We want to be able to speak into their lives, but are we conceding? Are we conceding that when we are allowing the influence of the world into that discussion are we are we trying so hard to relate to our kids we're we're shying away from the truths of of what god has to offer maybe they are you're taking your kids to youth group look i've done this okay i'm guilty of this you take your kids to sunday school or you take your kids to youth group and you allow them, those teachers, those people that are serving God and, and teaching your kids, you are allowing them to talk to them about God. Well, they, they, they hear what the Bible has to say. They're around other Christians. But are we doing that at home? Are we instilling those things at home? We are the most powerful influence to our children, mm -hmm. not your Sunday school teacher, not your youth pastor. And they are great people. Praise God for them. But we need to be not shying away from the, from what God has called us to. Mm -hmm. God has called you to be a grandparent to that child, to be a parent to your teenage daughter or teenage son or your little one. Oh man, I heard this new dad this last week. He just, he realizes how precious that baby is and how much, how challenging the world will be that the, this, this child will be raised in. And he's, he was just so broken because he knows he knows what what's ahead and so he he's like he's praying for his his baby daughter his baby girl praying for her praying for her in a way to prepare her for the for the life ahead and that's what we need to be doing we mm -hmm. need to be praying for our kids with our children with yes guiding them mm -hmm. and not shying away 
from who they are in Christ, mm -hmm. not who they are in the world. Amen. We want to so identify with our kids. Mm -hmm. We're willing to help them identify themselves in this world and not identify themselves in Christ. That's crazy. That's what I just got I, right before you said it. I was, I was trying not to interrupt, but I just, I heard passionately. I just heard in my spirit, we are so ready to help our kids have this identity conversation that the whole world feels like they got to have right now. And we all know that it's the enemy trying to twist identity so that we won't have the identity in Christ conversation. But that's the thing. Even Christian parents, they're shying away from the whole identity conversation so much, right? Again, running from the enemy. We're so busy telling ourselves we can't, we don't want to talk about the gender identity thing. We don't want to talk about the things going on in the world with our kids because we want to shelter them and we want to make sure that we save them from that. No, Jesus is saving them from that, not you. What you're doing is making sure, and I'm not going to point fingers like you, but anybody who is, and by the way, me, if I'm doing this, Okay, but I, I get, oh man, I get really passionate advocating for kids, so bear with me here. What happens is, is these kids never hear the opposite. They never, they never hear anything. And so when they go out in the world, that's more attractive. Let's accept everybody. Let's do this. Let's, whatever it is that you want to do, whatever you identify your truth is, that seems more loving, doesn't it? When we don't replace that with the truth of what love is, who love is. We're not talking to them about, yeah, you should identify as someone. Let's talk about what the world is saying. And you know who that is? It's you, you identify as a child of God because that's who you are. God has created you to be a child of God. He He's the one that identifies you that way. And it's not that you choose to, like, well, I identify as that. I, I, I get to decide whether or not I'm a child of God. The thing is, guys, the truth is, is that you're a child of God, whether you like it or not. But when you don't walk in that, when you don't come into agreement with it, that's when problems happen. And your kids don't know they need to come into agreement. They're not taught. They're not guided. And the whole world is watching while we just tell our kids, well, don't identify as anything. That's why Christians get pegged as haters all the time, because we're not coming with love and real love and truth as an answer to that. We're just saying, avoid, avoid, avoid. Right. Right. And, and I'm, I'm just saying, I know I'm just kind of, this is just, um, not scripted guys. This is just my feelings and it may not be perfect, but the fact of the matter is, is that we need to be talking about identity with our kids where the enemy wants us to stop talking to them about it because it's so hard because of what the world's doing. And so then they don't get that, that talk from us. They don't get that identify as a child of God conversation. Right. So who are we in Christ? We are, we ought to be the light of the world. And how are we doing that with our love, God's love, compassion, mercy, forgiveness? That's being the true rebel. Yes, we need to protect our kids from what they see, the influences of the world, the bad crowd, the, the negative influences, all those things. But at the same time, we need to balance that with not hiding them from the truth of what sin does to people's lives. We try our best to show them what sin does and help those that are caught up 
in darkness, those individuals that whether you're homeless, you're drug addicted, um, you're just misguided from what the world has to offer. And we, we do our best to help them and show them how we impart love, God's love, God's light back into those individuals' lives, mm -hmm. right? And yes, it, it's a balance. And we're, look, guys, we're not condemning anyone. Yeah, I'm, I, okay. I try very hard not to point fingers but, and I, I, I check myself when I do that because I think, no, no, nope, it's most, easy. Our nature is to, and I realize I'm pointing over here, but um, I need to be pointing back at myself too, because we all struggle with these things, me included, yeah. and remembering the things that we should be doing to impart truth into our children's lives. It is a challenge. And that's why I started this conversation with, boy, there's so many challenges. We could not fit it. In fact, today's episode is longer because this is such an important conversation that we all struggle with. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, most importantly, I think we, we struggled with this as parents. We, we've screwed up, man. But, but the yeah. thing is, is again, we need to be open about that. We need to be open um, with God about it ask for God's wisdom and discernment yeah. through all these things that the, our today's culture is, is throwing at our children. Look, this is nothing new. This has been happening since the existence, our existence. Yeah. Okay. Because we live in a simple world, but this generation has its own set of challenges as a parent, as a grandparent, as, as a child, growing up in today's culture, mm -hmm. we are all having to navigate this, but we cannot do this successfully without God. Mm -hmm. And so and that's what we're trying to impart. And that's how we find and we stay on that narrow road. That's how we find that narrow gate Right? is we seek it out. We seek God's wisdom, and God's discernment in our, in these daily challenges. And we try to turn down the noise of this world yeah. and the distractions and temptations of this world that leads us to destruction. So anyway, we, yeah, I want to go ahead and close in prayer yeah. because I feel like the, the, what we should do is leave this in God's hands because the fact of the matter is, is that this should not be, even though we're talking all this stuff today, we're like, you should do this and we should do that. And this is what we should be doing. But what we should be doing is seeking the wisdom of God on our individual kids he knows better than anybody, better than we do. And so uh, I just want to lift them up in prayer. Lord Jesus, I just ask that you would um, just take care of our kids, God, that you would we just lift all the children up to you, Lord Jesus, that we know that you, they were yours first, God. They were not ours and they, they are still yours, God. They are individual human beings with a decision to make just like we had to. And we know that we won't love everything that we watch them go through, God. We know that you're going to take everything that they go through and make it for good, God, for those that love you. Lord Jesus, we just stand on your promises over our kids and we ask for wisdom and breakthrough and revelation, God, when it comes to how we need to impart the truth about identity and all of the things in the world that they battle right now, God. And we just thank you for showing us these things over our children. We ask for protection over their minds and we just praise you for all the things that will glorify your name through them. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe to Faith Unregulated wherever you listen to your favorite podcast so you don't miss a single episode. 
where we discuss having bold faith, building strong character, and taking fearless action. Also, be sure to check out our community at patreon.com backslash faithunregulated, where you can join the conversation and access premium content. Again, that is Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash faithunregulated. We are your hosts, Javi and Jessica Madrigal, and see you next time. God bless.